Hey, hey, hey. Welcome to Activate, a podcast consisting of purposeful conversations aimed at encouraging listeners to embrace both the beauty and the chaos of life. Through laughter, tears, and brutally honest confessions, each episode will culminate with a call to action, offering tangible ways for listeners to not only strive for, but to become the best version of themselves. We are so excited that you're here. Let's get started. Let's do this. go okay it's september i mean almost it's summer's over it's fall (laughs) it's completely over we're done it's done done so yeah oh my goodness yeah can't believe though it's just gone so fast i think the older you get the faster it goes and i don't know we always say that like oh it's already whatever month it's already like where did that go march yeah it's already june the heck um one thing I don't know if we talked about this on here, but that I'm finding so strange is that I get super duper tan and then it goes away really fast. Has that is this new? Yeah. Oh. I feel like I used to be able to stay tan yeah, like I stay well tan into forever. like December. Yeah. Like my tan lines will be here till we go on our trip in January and oh. then I'll get more. Do you use things? No. Maybe what it's because I'm not. I used to use like a uh, SPF eight. What is it like? Oh, banana boat. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why I just thought of that, but yeah, no, I slather up with the yeah seventy or whatever now. Yeah, and my face is white as a ghost. Yeah, and my body's dark as can <laughs> be. I was just at um my esthetician's office the other day, and they're like, okay. I see your face is you're definitely covering your face. So good job. But what about your what about your neck and your decollete your and your hands? I'm like, uh, what is the decollete? Let me work on that. This is your decollete. <laughs> so like your chest. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I'm going to start saying that. What do you Please like my do. decollete? Have you seen how beautiful my decollete is? Yeah. Yes. But it makes sense. It's a big word. That typically is my well, most and you tan get, well, area right and you get you see those people Freckles, with age spots, spots there and then that wrinkle yeah and you know that yeah. you get yeah i don't want that so i need to work on that yeah i'm really good about Maybe my face and wearing a hat sleep and on your pillow that's yes, good if for you your put face the line pillow yeah <laughs> it's true your in between your boobs <laughs> <laughs> you'll have a new testimony for i'm gonna try this yeah i'm gonna try this you are so good at the hat and i need to be better about the hat because yeah when i see oh, oh. <laughs> is that you or me please mine's not on silent either mm. um sorry oopsies um um <laughs> I just got to read this text. Uh, our guest is texting me. Oh, good. Um, yeah, well, okay. So I went to school for aesthetics. So in yeah. 2007, I went to Capri College in Cedar Rapids and yeah. did a, it was only just a seven month program. Um, but it, I mean, it really opened my eyes as far as, oh yeah, I got to get out of a tanning bed. I need to start having a, you know, a skincare routine. Yeah. And, um, wearing sunscreen and my mom always did like, she was always like, you can't sleep in your makeup. So I never yeah. did do that. Um, and I always like, but it was like, I was using like Noxzema oh, yeah. or, you know, the wipes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, but so that I, I've always been pretty good about it, but I remember like my instructor being like, well, what kind of eye cream do you use? I'm like, I don't freaking use eye cream. I'm 24 or whatever, yeah. 25. And, um, she's like, well, so what are you waiting for? Wrinkles? And I'm yeah. like, oh, ooh, I, ugh, I don't know. I never thought about it. Yeah. So I am just, I don't know. It's one of my obsessions is skincare and taking good care of my skin and trying to age as gracefully Maybe as possible. Maybe you are supposed to be doing that. Uh, no, I'd rather have somebody doing that to me I than know. doing that to everybody else. But like, but I, would, I wouldn't mind working uh, at a med spa and getting all that shit yeah. done for free. That's what I mean. Like you <laughs> wouldn't have to do, I always like, when I thought about that, cause I've had back when I wanted to do lashes and mm-hmm. you know, yeah. whatever, like they would be like, Oh, well you can, we'll train you to do X, Y, Z. But then I was like, Oh, what if you get people with the yucky stuff? But yeah. I feel like it's kind of like the dentist. Like I love the dental world and people are like, isn't it disgusting? Gross. And I'm like, well really people that are really 
icky mouths, they don't typically go to the dentist. Oh, good point. You know what I mean? Right. So, but then I did actually like, you know, because it's transforming. Like I'm like grossed out by popping pimples now, yeah. but I, for some reason in school, like it didn't, it. it didn't bother me at all. Yeah. Yeah. I need to get like my back done because I'm so sweaty there that yeah. I always have like little when tiny. When you work out and yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I used to have that too. Can you, you just got to exfoliate. Yeah. You need, do you have like a wand? I have you? that. Yeah. <laughs> I do. This is one we need Can to relive. that on Amazon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's what I need to do. Yeah. And the washing your face is so important. I never ever will probably because for so long I just always passed out. Yeah. <laughs> there well, was yeah. no like routine. Yeah. yeah. Um. But I just started getting better about it now because since I do the lash stuff at night. Right. Yeah. But sometimes I'm still like, eh. Yeah. Just See, it's like the f- the last thing I do at night and the first thing I do when I wake up in the morning. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe not the first thing, but like as I, when I decide to, after coffee and when I go to like yeah. get ready, that's where I start is with my little morning skincare routine and then it ends with sunscreen and then at least I'm protected. Yeah. Is it a, do you use just sunscreen or like a I use like this, the, or well, it <laughs> what depends. Is it so it depends. Yeah. It tinted sunscreen. Yeah. That's what I use. So it depends on the day. Like yeah. if I'm not going to wear makeup at all, yeah. then I'll just wear, you know, regular. And if I want a little something or if sometimes it's a nice like primer under your makeup, if you yeah. have a little tint. Um, so it just depends. I have. Yeah. Both. You do good makeup. Hey, thanks. I'm trying to do better. I know I it's, like a a, little it's like a little learning process. It's a learning curve. At my Makeup's brows hard. now. Yeah. Now that I got them done and they weren't really yeah. done. So <laughs> right. now I have to do them. But I have this simple little wispy thing and I'm like, oh, yeah. Wow. Look at that. They Never knew. So great. I know. Yeah, yeah. Little little things can make a big difference. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So after all this skincare talk, yeah. uh, we have the skin queen herself on the pod today. The pod. Um, so my friend Brie Nouse is a licensed medical esthetician and certified laser specialist. She helps patients successfully address all skincare concerns. Brie specializes in treating acne-prone skin, melasma, rosacea, and dehydrated aging skin. That sounds like me. <laughs> <laughs> she also treats sun-damaged skin texture issues and fine lines and wrinkles. Brie has been in the industry for 12 years and is a member of the Society of Plastic Surgical Skin Care Specialists. Brie is the director of the Skin Clinic at Maffey Clinics in Scottsdale, Arizona. Ooh, yay. We should take a field trip. We should go. I'd be down. My sister might be interviewing in Arizona really? this week. Actually. That's exciting. Yeah. Yay. Well, this right. is exciting. It is. I'm excited to get her on the phone. Hello. Hello, my friend. Hey, How hey guys. You? Hey, I was gonna be like, caller, caller, you're on the air. <laughs> <laughs> I literally just looked at my phone as I was dialing and saw bubbles like you were texting. Oh, well, I was just gonna say that I was ready. Okay, was okay, <laughs> perfect. Yes, we were just chatting about our, our own skincare routines. Oh, and I did a little a brief intro. Yes. And so I'm super excited that you're on. Well, thank you guys for having me. It's always a fun topic to talk about because it, it can be really overwhelming and there's, you know, a huge like billion dollar industry on this topic. So it's, you know, and, I'm just trying to break it down a little and bit. And I feel like you can spend a billion dollars yeah. all by yourself trying to, <laughs> trying to Easily. keep up. <laughs> Easily. Or you're like me who's so amateur and now just starting to get into it. That's like, how? Do, what do you wash your face with? I'm like, bar soap? And people are like, what? <laughs> yeah, well, we're going to work on that. Yikes. We're going to fix that. Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah. Thanks for being on. I read something about the best time to plant a tree was 20 years ago, but the next best time is today. today. So that's yes. good. That's good for skincare <laughs> that's too. <good>. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. It's all about just moving forward with what you know now. Exactly. All right. So I did a little intro so everybody knows what you do. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess we'll just jump right in. I think the two things people are going to want to know the most are, um, well, one, anti-aging, because that's what we're all trying right. to, to combat the aging process. And then two, if you have suggestions for people who maybe can't like get the superior products, yeah. like what can yeah. we do? Um, you know, just what can you do on a budget to keep your skin looking yeah. young and looking nice. fab? Yeah. So absolutely. Yeah. Well, I mean, the best thing I can do is just start with kind of explaining what I do as far as medical grade skincare versus 
maybe over-the-counter skincare or what you can get at a spa because I think those are just kind of the three different tiers yes and um, it really helps to kind of understand the level of skincare when you think of like in comparison fast food restaurants grocery Mm -hmm. store shopping and organic food I mean there's kind of like the three tiers yeah great comparison okay awesome I can't wait and it's not that any of them are, are bad. I mean, we all survive off of all of them, really. Right. Um, but sometimes you get in or you get out what you put in. So mm-hmm. if you're really trying to correct your skin and maintain your skin, sometimes it helps just to focus on something a little bit better quality. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean that, you know, we're not surviving off of fast food and, and you know, sure. products that we're buying at. I don't want to say names. Yeah, no. <laughs> I'm about to interject. <laughs> you know, you know those other fast food places where we buy skincare. Yes. Um, well, so, and our audience is older now too. Well, right. right. Like you this, should be able right. to not have fast food. Right. <laughs> right. Right. You have to put a little investment in. So, medical grade skincare just kind of comes from that science. So, the science behind something that is more medical grade comes from the active ingredient, the molecule size, the pH level of the product. So if you imagine that your skin is your largest organ, mm-hmm. um, it's also your barrier. It's meant to keep everything out. So mm-hmm. how are we going to get things in? How are we going to get things into the skin and at a cellular level? Because that's where the changes are going to start happening. So when you're correcting the damage at a cellular level, you're you know producing new cells, healthier cells, you're continuing to promote your cellular turnover, which means you're sloughing off the top layer of dead skin cells to get those baby, fresh, healthy cells to the surface. You know, how do we do that? And mm-hmm. what is involved in that? Right. Um, so things like the pH level. So that's kind of going back to like your basic science. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. your, your skin is more like at a neutral level, you know, maybe somewhere between like a five and a seven pH. So the pH is going to, you know, keep your skin from, um, you know, like growing bacteria, Mm -hmm. like harmful bacteria Mm -hmm. or drying out or things Mm -hmm. like that. So when your pH is out of balance, you can have problematic skin. You can have dry skin. You can maybe have acne problems, et cetera. So Mm -hmm. if you're looking at medical grade products, for instance, you're looking for a line that is more scientific, maybe backed by a little bit more research. They've put a little bit more into... Um, the cost of the production of their products, maybe the science, maybe they've tested the ingredients individually, but then they've also tested the final product. So mm-hmm. they're really researching Dude. how to get that product into your skin. Right. So a lower pH level, for instance, can you know, push the product into your skin. So it might be at a pH of like 3.5 or something that's a lower pH, a little bit more acidic. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe the molecule size is smaller, so it can slip through that barrier of your skin. So it's going to get into your skin. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes, you know, moisturizers or certain products that have too big of a molecule, it's just sitting on the surface of your skin. Mm-hmm. Right. So, and not, not all that's bad. You know, sometimes you want things to sit a little bit more superficially on your skin, mm-hmm. but if you're really trying to reach like the cellular level, you've got to work on how to get it in. So, um, those are just some kind of things that make medical grade skincare a little bit more scientific, a little bit more, um, I guess, backed by their efficacy. You know, they, they're proven right. to work. Maybe right. there's been some clinical studies, some before and after pictures that are actually like real, you know, not right. Doctors. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> things like that. So when I, um, what I do every day is I, I work for a plastic surgeon. Mm-hmm. So um, I do medical grade skincare services and we sell medical grade products. So um, a lot of times these lines are sold only to physicians. So that's how Mm -hmm. you can kind of keep them a little bit more isolated from, you know, the fast food and the over the counter and and that kind of genre that we're talking about. Yeah. Yep. Yep. (laughs) Yep. So you're in just a little bit different tier. So these companies that are more medical grade, they just want to make sure that they have, um, a physician backing them, mm-hmm. that they have like estheticians who are trained in the product line and, and the science and the anatomy of the skin and all that, selling the products and kind mm-hmm. of guiding people through more of a custom regimen. Because mm-hmm. when you go to the, you know, department stores or grocery stores, 
you might get, you know, Sally who sells you one product and then Mary the next time. And then you might get, you know, you're, you, you're not staying consistent with one person and, you know, you, you walk by the counter and it's just all these bright lights and little testers and, and right. it's, well, women are just like flocking to it. Right. So they're also like educated just in that one particular brand versus the skin. Exactly. Right? Exactly. Yeah. So they're a little bit more sales oriented, perhaps. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not, you know, maybe they do have a background in it. Um, but I, I'm just trying to point out, like, as an esthetician, I just try to really stick with you on your, your journey and mm-hmm. uh, kind of customize something for you. Maybe it's working, maybe it's not. And then we can kind of tweak it together rather than just always having to return something to a department store and maybe you get the person who's on the next shift, you know? Right. So it's just a little bit more, um, Concierge-like. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 That made me remember that I'm out of sea serum. So when you're not on vacation anymore, I need some. (laughs) Oh, I want to hear about sea serum. (laughs) Just place your orders now. (laughs) All right. So that's, that's a, I love the comparison Mm -hmm. with the organic Mm -hmm. and the, you know, the higher grade. Um, and you just do the best you can with what you have. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah. So if you can't get medical grade, it's okay. There are ways to still make leaps and bounds of progress in your skincare by just having a routine. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I mean, I, I don't even want to put out the message that like you get what you pay for. I mean, yes, medical grade skincare can sometimes be a little bit pricier mm-hmm. um, just because of that level of efficacy and the active ingredients. So um, sometimes that does equate to a better product, but mm-hmm. we all know you can go to the department store and buy like a hundred and nine dollar mask right. that smells like lemons and limes right and, you know, and, and, it's and still feel not. like you're getting a really good product but it it's not doing anything right. so um you you do kind of have to be a little bit cautious as a consumer too because you could be throwing a lot of your money away um at department stores just because of the name or the mm-hmm. bag that it comes in right um but there are really good products you know over the counter too like if somebody comes to me with a budget um, I would rather them buy, you know, one or two serums mm-hmm. from me and keep their cleanser, maybe keep their moisturizer. Mm-hmm. And we work on an over-the-counter sunscreen or something like that, because I feel like maybe a serum, it, you know, is a little bit more concentrated. Right. Again, back to that active ingredient. I hate to keep going back to that. But if you look at the back of a, um, a, a label and you see like 45 ingredients, the top like five or six are really your most active and they kind of go in order. So if you're seeing something like vitamin C or glycolic acid, um, salicylic acid, you know, something like that, those are really good active ingredients. But if they're like number 20 Mm -hmm. down the line, you're not getting a pure ingredient. You want it to be kind of in that top few ingredients. And some of those top few ingredients are going to be like the base of the product. It might be water. It might be, um, you know, some of those other kind of, um, I guess what kind of stabilizes the product. Right. Um, and that's okay too, but you want to see maybe some of your, the names you recognize, right? Like right. in the first year ingredients. So right. if you are shopping, you know, at a grocery store, for instance, and you're trying to find sunscreen, um, sunscreen is one of the most important so products that <laughs> yeah. you can put on your face, right? right? I mean, it, the sun is one of the biggest age factors that we have and it's the one that we actually have the most control of so we don't have control of our genes and father time and things like that but we have control of our environment Mm -hmm. so wearing sunscreen every day rain or shine Mm -hmm. is really going to help your skin trying to stay out of the sun Um, yes we still have to live our life but while we're living our life you know running to the grocery store running to the mailbox like if you have sun protection on you're just helping fight against that over flooding amount of like sun that we're taking in right so people don't even think about just even like when you're driving your car the sun that's coming in through Through the the windshield or through through your window yes yeah things that you never think of Get your hands out of the steering wheel. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I went out of the sun. Yeah, I saw a picture, and maybe you posted. It's a long time ago, but it was of this man, and he was like uh, some kind of a driver. One side, yes. And yeah, one was, like, one side driver. of his face yeah. was like so old, and the other side, I mean, <laughs> mm-hmm. it was it was crazy. I'll have to try and one find one arms full of freckles. Yes, yeah. Yeah. yes, from the sun coming yes. in through the window. Well, and also and when you're using true. those pure products, it it lasts so much longer. Like oh, yeah. you'll 
same thing with you like only need shampoo. a little yeah you know people are yeah. like well i'm using pantene and you're like and your hair is super dry <laughs> right you know like because yeah. of those active ingredients like right right yeah right, right. so when you're looking for sunscreen, like back to that, like you want to look for titanium dioxide or zinc oxide or both. Like those are your two physical blockers of the sun. They're actually ground up minerals. So if you're looking in the department store or even at um, our smaller chains. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say, what are like the names that you suggest? Because I, do you have specific uh, like store brands that you are for sunscreen yeah Yeah, I mean I think Neutrogena makes some really decent sunscreens I've looked at their ingredients because I do have patients who also um, ask for more affordable sunscreens Mm -hmm. Um, as long as like your titanium dioxide and your zinc oxide um, are in there and they're the highest percent you can find so you can go and just start flipping over bottles. And if you see it at a 1% or a 2%, like go to the next one, look for a 3% or a 4%. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it doesn't have to be so name specific. You're just looking for the ingredients. Um, and you can have both of those ingredients or one or the other. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's important too, because some people are like, oh, it doesn't have titanium dioxide in it. Right. Uh, well, that's okay. If it has zinc, you know, you're still getting some of that mineral um, backing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know a lot of people are becoming a little bit more conscious of um, chemical sunscreens, Mm -hmm. which I think they should be. I think everybody should do their research on it. Um, There's a lot of proof um, in our environment now that some of those chemicals in sunscreen have been causing damage to the reefs. So if you are going on vacation or you're traveling, um, some places like Key West, Florida, um, places in Hawaii have even started banning those certain chemical sunscreens because it kills off the reef. So I did a post on that on my Instagram, like a while ago, but there are some brands that I, you know, listed, but even just hitting the internet, you can Google some of that stuff because not all chemicals in sunscreen are bad. And I do want to reiterate that. Mm -hmm. Like there are some that make the product a little bit more water resistant, or maybe they make it a little bit more, um, I don't know, spread easily or or something. So some of it's um, a necessary evil. (laughs) Yeah. You just, yep. Some of it's a necessary evil Mm -hmm. and some of it, you just have to do your research and find out which ingredients they say are, you know, causing environmental damage. And mm-hmm. if you're I really into that, you can eliminate that. I see those posts at the beginning of every summer. Like I'm always use posting these it. Brands <laughs> of, or don't use these brands. Yeah. 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 Do you find and, that like with what you use, is it more European? Um, no, I actually use a lot of like SkinCeuticals, which is um, a, a brand under the L'Oreal kind of umbrella. Okay. I mean, L'Oreal is a huge beauty industry Mm -hmm. um you know manufacturer Mm -hmm. and they own SkinCeuticals and SkinCeuticals is a medical grade um skincare line and they only sell to somebody who has a Mm -hmm. medical director on board or Mm -hmm. you know a doctor so you can find SkinCeuticals at some spas I mean if Mm -hmm. as long as they have a medical director somebody with a a license that they can sell to um it doesn't mean that it's a spa level it just means that they passed the background check you know they have somebody um that can provide that licensure but um there are a lot of other medical grade lines out there but that's you know one that I just believe in we've simplified our own office and kind of gone more um like our partnership with SkinCeuticals is huge we're a flagship Mm -hmm. office and we really just decided to do that because it simplified everything for our patients as well because When you get 10 lines, yes, Mm -hmm. even in, even in what we do, like, you know, we open up our cabinet, we just started kind of doing inventory. We're like, why do we have five different eye creams from five different lines? Like eye creams, you know, they, they're all going to promise you the sun and the moon. (laughs) They're all going to, you know, check off that fine lines and wrinkles and puffiness and dark circles. And and we're, you're just going to want to buy it all. But sometimes even just as a, um, an esthetician, I have to simplify it and pull back a little bit and just find a brand that I believe in and I've seen results with and, and stick to it and just make it easier for the patients. Um, and we've found that that's really, um, it's really helped our patients to simplify their own regimens and it's less confusing for them too. Because if you yeah. come into an office and you have, you know, three or four estheticians and they're all recommending different brands, yeah, 
you know, the patients are still a little confused and well, why do you carry this one then? And what's right. the difference and why is one better? Yeah. So I, I just kind of stick to it on my own skin as well, staying a little bit more mainstream with one brand as well. Right. Okay. So sunscreen. So, okay. So sunscreen is the number one yeah. thing yes. to do. So what, what's number two? Like we just talked about before we got yep. you on here, was that like, I always wash my face before I go to bed. I never go to sleep in my makeup. Is that like a big deal? Yes. Okay. Yes, it is. I love it. I love that you're washing your face um, before bed because you've got to get like that makeup off and just the environment. So some and people dirt, are like, oh, I don't yeah. wear makeup. Right. But if you went out <laughs> to your patio furniture right. and you just swiped your hand across the patio furniture, it's been sitting out there and it has just environmental like grime on it. Yeah. So even if you don't wear makeup, you got to wash the day off. Right. And if you don't want to wash in the morning, this is probably where I'll get a slap on my wrist <laughs> as an esthetician, but I tend to have like dry skin. So I don't always wash in the morning. Sometimes I just use a little bit of water or sometimes I just go right to my morning products. Now, right. some estheticians are going to say, you've got to wash off, you know, the night products, you've got to wash off, you know, the sweat and whatever. Mm-hmm. But for my skin, it works better if I don't wash in the morning because I tend to be more dry. I need all the oils that I can accumulate mm-hmm. overnight, but I definitely always wash at night. And then exfoliating um, a couple times a week, something gritty, get a scrub that has a little bit of texture to it. Um, avoid anything with like crushed walnuts or certain fruit pits, mm-hmm. <laughs> if you will, mm-hmm. um, that can cause little microscopic tearing on your skin and just be a little too abrasive. Um, and that can kind of cause more problems in your skin, bacteria and all that. Using one that's specifically for your face too, because some of that body scrub stuff is like very abrasive. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Your body (laughs) is way different than your face. Yeah. Uh, the skin on your body can sometimes handle a little bit more than your face. And just as I say that vice versa, sometimes your face is a lot more tolerant Hmm. than your body when it comes to treatments, but we can get into that too. But, um, definitely it is good to have something that's just for your face because the cleanser or the scrub um, may have a special like pH level again Mm -hmm. to not over strip your skin. Mm -hmm. Um, And you want to make sure you're using the right cleanser. You know, if if you're more of a dry patient and you're using a gel cleanser that maybe has a little Mm -hmm. bit of acid in there, that could be a little too drying for you and it could over strip your skin. Like we all have this natural like oil and barrier on our skin it's called the acid mantle and that kind of keeps your skin in like homeostasis like you don't Mm want to overstrip it Mm -hmm. and um so sometimes like people with acne can throw their skin off balance because they feel like they're oily or they just need to Mm -hmm. overstrip over scrub overtone you know acids cleansers and they're just drying 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 dry it out it'll go away right yeah but that can make your skin produce more oil because mm-hmm. it's trying to get balanced and it's trying to maintain that homeostasis, that, right. that acid mantle. It's like, I'm too dry. So I'm going to overproduce oil. Mm-hmm. And then you're mm-hmm. fighting that battle again. So it can be kind of a slippery slope. So that's why you should really see an esthetician um, to help with that. You know, trying to fix your acne over the counter um, can be overwhelming and you could be doing more damage mm-hmm. than yeah. you're doing good. Um, yeah. So cleansing, exfoliating, sunscreen and vitamin C. Vitamin C. That's my, I literally, I don't know. I don't know how this happened to me this week, but I ran out of vitamin C and I ran out of contacts. And those are like the two most important (laughs) things in my day. (laughs) I'm like, I'm on the last, normally when I get to like my second to last bottle, I'll text you or like my, I open the last box of contacts and I call the eye doctor and order more. I don't know what happened, but I had First of all, what I love about that statement is that you're opening the second to last. (laughs) Oh, you know, my, my stash is pretty, pretty outrageous sometimes. My husband is I like, make sure that you have like a stockpile. Like, yeah. I mean, I have, we like, rotate inventory. I have a giant like tub, yeah. like, yeah, of skincare. It literally says it. Kristen skincare and it's just don't full of touch. goodies. Yeah. yeah. So, right. And so, like, even if I get it, I just send it to you and I'm like, don't even worry what it is. Just slap it on your face. Yeah. You can't go wrong. Right. Or she's like, we'll switch you. if you don't like it, just use it on your decollete or, you know, like put it on your hands or just do something like we, it's amazing. Just it's put it on. Favorite. Yeah. Before you hop just on, let we, it soak in. we were talking and she's like, your decollete. And I'm like, the what, what is a decollete? <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to use it very frequently now. 
<laughs> you can't forget your chest. That's right. Your, right. Well, your I was, chest is just an extension of your face, I like was, your face, neck, yeah, and chest. Just yes. take it on down. Right. Well, and it's always the thing that has the most freckles, age spots, right. or that looks because you forget about it. Oldest, yeah. On yeah. anybody. I was just, yeah. I was saying, I was just um, at the med spa that I go to the other day, and they're mm-hmm. like, well, your face is not tan, so that's good, but how about your chest and your hands? I'm like, ooh, I'm going to work on that. <laughs> yeah. Don't point that out, please. Yeah, right? I'm going to work on it. Um, yeah. okay, so, so that is one thing. Like, anytime you put any product on your face, just rub it on the back Wipe of your it hands. on your hands, and I do do yep. that. I do that in yep. the morning. I always do that in the morning, sense. and I do put my, I do wipe my sunscreen on it. I do do that. Yeah. But it's just, yeah, yeah they... Right. Yeah. They still they That's soaked a good up reminder because you don't. Yeah. <laughs> what about the charcoal? Because like everyone thinks like, oh, you got to have the charcoal mask or you know. I know. You know, I don't work with a lot of charcoal masks like personally, yeah. but I've definitely like played around with some. Um, and I think what people mostly want to see is like the blackheads come out and mm-hmm. like the pores look cleaner. So the best thing I can do is just educate you all a little bit on like pores and you know, these miracle products that are promising to like clean out the pores and the blackheads, like pores are going to be like the biggest battle of our, (laughs) our lives. Like they are just holes in your, your skin and your face, and they're going to fill up with dead skin and oil. And sometimes they oxidize and that oxidization makes it look gray. And that's just like rust. I mean, that whole process of oxidizing is like what happens when you leave you know water on metal so mm-hmm. the air hits it and it, it it oxidizes so it turns this gray you know kind of color and sometimes it can come out like it would through cleansing and cleaning but chances are it's just going to fill back up and it's just going to you know mm-hmm. kind of come back but what you can do with you know these scrubs and these masks or even in-office treatments is keeping your skin clean because then you're not just letting it sit in there and fill up and then the, the walls of your pores can stretch and um, become bigger. You know, it's kind of like a water balloon. Like if you just mm-hmm. keep filling it up and filling it up and filling it up, like the walls are going to stretch and it's never going to look like a water balloon again when you take the water out. But if you try to keep cleaning it out, then you can try to prevent some of that stretching and um, of your pores. But now on the same note, pores just naturally tend to stretch and they Mm. become enlarged because of genetics and aging and the sun, um, all those things that can really change, you know, the texture of your skin. So some of that, you know, we can't change, you know, there, there's some in-office treatments that we can do, um, laser and microneedling and, Mm. and, and some things that we can try to improve the texture on, but the chances of your pores just kind of refilling is, really yeah you know that's kind of life and sometimes the pore stains that oxidization can stain the pore and make it look gray all the time wow Hmm. so you know there may not be anything in there it's just kind of stained so that's like the sad truth about pores so i don't know if like any charcoal mask or any you know biore strip i don't know if i could say that name but (laughs) (laughs) yeah those those strips that you put on your nose that can like pull things off yeah you know, they might kind of grab onto some things and unclog things um, because it's second. a different kind of filament. Yeah. Okay. And it can actually extract. But sometimes the things that like don't extract or don't come out and they still look kind of gray, um, you know, sometimes it just kind of is what it is. And that's why we have makeup. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. And what a, and milia, is that what it's called? Yeah. Milia. Those are like little white um, <laughs> pearls that get under the skin that are kind of trapped and they feel kind of hard or they don't just extract or like you can, you know, kind of squeeze on them and and nothing comes out. That's different than like a whitehead. So whiteheads are actual like small little pustules that have a little bit of infection and they just come right out. But Mm -hmm. milia um, sometimes are like around the eyes or those thinner skinned areas, or you can find them kind of anywhere on the, on Mm -hmm. the face, but it's like a little cyst that gets trapped under the skin and it's just a few layers of skin deep. So it doesn't tend to just squeeze out. Um, the best thing to do is see a dermatologist or an esthetician and don't they can lance it. Don't order thing online and do it yourself. <laughs> don't, don't take a safety pin in an alcohol swab. That would be my husband. Like, hey, let me get that for you. Let me yeah. get that. I'm like, stop. Don't touch me. 
Yeah. Don't touch yeah. Me. And they, they should just come right out, but they just need a little help. They need a little pathway, which is what we call lancing or extracting. Yeah, got it. And then they'll come out. Yeah. Um, so I have a question for you about something else that's super popular and that everybody's talking about is collagen, like collagen yeah. powders or collagen, you know, whatever. So yeah. c- c- drinks like my, my, the place that I go to, they have this drink that you can drink. I have the pills. Mm-hmm. I have the mm-hmm. stuff that I put in my coffee, mm-hmm. the collagen peptides. Does that really make a difference? I tend to. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always like, do you know what collagen is? <laughs> right. What kind of answer do you want? Um, okay. So the collagen in your skin and like your face is something I can speak towards, but I don't know that the collagen that you're taking into your stomach and ingesting is going to equate to the collagen fibers in your face. Um, so I don't know. I mean, I think there's some truth to people feeling better on collagen. I know a lot of people with like joint Joint, issues and inflammation, um, feel better with internal collagen, but the collagen that's not going to make me look younger. I don't know about that. I was wondering if it was worth it. Yeah. Your body is like one big, you know, system and your organs and your inflammation and all that can definitely reflect in your skin. So I don't think I, people often think of skin as an organ. Skin is our largest yeah, organ. Large. Yeah, yeah. It is. Yeah. Truly. And when it's off balance with diet um, and inflammation, it can reflect in your skin. Right. Too, and so. that's what I just wanted to bring up is that Steph and I talk a lot about nutrition on here, you know, but yeah. so you always you have to start too with a healthy, you know, you have to be putting good things inside your body for your skin to look beautiful. Like you need to be eating healthy foods, nutritious foods and drinking plenty of water. And you know, there are things you can do like that too, that can. Right. Which is all things I need to do better. Um, (laughs) (laughs) You guys just keep talking about it because I'm taking notes because I'm like attacking it from the outside and I need to be working better on like the inside. Yeah. Um, but collagen um, in the face and like the neck and the chest or your decollete, mm-hmm. um, you know, for instance, is something that I work with all the time. And so whenever I'm doing a consult with a patient and I'm talking about different treatments that we offer um, or what I suggest, a lot of times we keep saying it stimulates collagen, it stimulates collagen. Right. And so sometimes the patients are like, well, why, why does everything stimulate it. collagen? Right. Yeah. Or like, how come everything you do stimulates collagen? Well, right. It's kind of like working out, you know, mm-hmm. you, you can't just do it once and right. expect to stimulate collagen and be good. Um, so like our bodies stop making its own collagen somewhere in like late twenties, early thirties. Yeah. So, um, we have to stimulate collagen. So we have to keep up on it. So the analogy that I use with patients all the time is, um, collagen fibers are like the bed springs of a mattress. So your mattress is like your dermis and your, the layers of your skin. So you want a big, firm, thick mattress of your skin and you need all those bed springs, those collagen fibers to maintain that. And as we age, you're losing bed springs and your mattress is getting thinner and maybe it's getting saggier and it's not feeling as strong. So mm-hmm. um, when we stimulate collagen, we're adding more strength and integrity to your skin. Mm-hmm. And the way that we do that is through some kind of controlled injury. And I, you know, don't let that sure. scare you, but yeah. you have to kind of injure the skin in this way that it starts the healing mm-hmm. process. So that could be something as easy as like a light chemical peel, um, light, you know, microneedling up to light laser treatments or as heavy as you and your provider are comfortable doing, but something that controls um, the injury, you know, within the skin can control like the healing process. So take microneedling, for instance, if you're not familiar with what that is, it's like a hand piece and there's a tiny cluster of little needles on the end of the hand piece and Mm -hmm. it goes in and out of the skin really fast, kind of like a little tattoo gun. And it's creating thousands of tiny little pinpricks or holes channels into the skin so that's creating a wound that your body has to heal and so if you got really scientific into it whenever your body is is injured there's a wound and it triggers this whole healing response and you can google that but it's you know it starts the whole like what happens when your body's injured well Mm -hmm. um 
all this sciencey stuff happens yeah. and then you right. can <laughs> college the inflammation and then the, yep. yeah the inflammation yep and then all this stuff rushes to the side and and collagen synthesis is about a 90 day cycle so the first 30 days you're mm-hmm. producing these really fragile new collagen fibers um they're just baby fibers and then by the second round of 30 days so somewhere around 60 days you're getting a whole nother kind of spindle around that collagen fiber, which is starting to strengthen that fiber mm-hmm. and make this dewy, plush, squishy fiber that tends to often reflect in the skin. Like if I do a, a microneedling or a laser, mm-hmm. the first month you may not really notice much, but I swear like the second month, your skin just looks peachier. It just mm-hmm. looks healthier. Maybe it looks glowier and brighter. And, and you just look in the mirror one day and you're like, huh, like, I kind of look good, you know, and that's that new plush collagen. And then by the third round of the 30 days, so now we're into like the 90 day cycle, you've got the strong collagen. The second spindle has spun around the collagen fiber and now it's like a strong new collagen fiber. So if you were to do, you know, maybe in office treatments and you were trying to kind of be on a budget, if you wanted to do something every you know, three to four months, you know, maybe that's three to four times a year, Mm -hmm. you can maintain your skin and your collagen Mm -hmm. production by doing something about every 90 days. Now, you could do something twice a year as well. Like some of my microneedling patients, I tell them, you know, every six months, just come in and we'll do a treatment Mm -hmm. that's keeping you on a schedule. It should hopefully be a little bit more budget friendly, right? You've got good, strong collagen, you know, within that first 90 days, um, that should hold you off a little bit and then you can repeat the process and just something that's ongoing because just like working out, it's not a one and done. I didn't stimulate mm-hmm. your collagen and now you're good. Right. Like you got to keep coming in <laughs> right? <laughs> because those other bed springs are going to start dying too. And the right. collagen that we just produced is going to start dying. And it's this cycle that you really have to keep up on and maintain. And that's what I really try to educate patients about is maintenance. And so sometimes, um, what I find is some patients are like, well, I didn't really see a lot with mm-hmm. that treatment. So I don't know if right. I want to keep doing it. Right. And Instant it's really retraining the your brain. We live in. Yeah. It's so true. And I'm like, oh, but you got to believe me what's happening at a cellular level and like under the skin mm-hmm. is so much more important. And, and so, so what if we do treatments from now and until like, you know, the next five or six years, if we're maintaining your skin now, mm-hmm. I think that's a win, right? You know, maybe we're not turning the clock back 10 years right. every time, but right. anti-aging is anti-aging. You're, you got to stop the, the process the best we can right now today. So even if you're like, well, I didn't really see much, like that's a win in my book because you're not going you backwards. Get, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're not seeing what is like the healing from that? Is it like, are you scabby? Are you, I think like, I don't yeah. do laser or anything because of like sex uh-huh. in the city when like Samantha's like, look at my right. face. She turns into like hamburger meat and she's scared <laughs> off everybody right. through the end of time. Yeah, That's no, my only reference. <laughs> right. Well, I think with any kind of treatment that has some kind of wound response and some kind of healing response, you have to expect a little bit of Mm -hmm. downtime. And sometimes we just call it social downtime. You know, you're not stuck in bed, you're not oozing and weeping, but people might know that you had something done. Socially, you might look a little sunburned. Um, Your skin might get a little flaky, like you use too much retinol or retin-A if you've ever gone down that slippery slope Mm -hmm. where you're like, oh, my skin is peeling. (laughs) Um, So you might experience like um, some stinging, um, kind of like that sunburn, kind of itchy feeling, you know, mm-hmm. for the first, you know, 24 hours at most, um, some redness is normal inflammation, light swelling, feeling you know, a little dry a little is what I always notice after yep. microneedling. Yeah. Yep. Yep. After microneedling, all of those tiny little channels that you've created in the skin, they have to heal. And right. so sometimes from like the inside out, it might be like day three and you almost kind of peel like a light chemical oh, sure. peel or a sunburn yeah. peel. Right. And then you can just kind of lightly exfoliate it, be real gentle on your skin, you know, don't go to town and scrub it all off, but it's okay to wash your face and moisturize and use your vitamin C serum, you know, things like that, that kind of help with healing. Mm -hmm. Um, It might sting a little bit when you put those products on because your skin is compromised and it's healing, but it's an okay sting. Sometimes there's good sting. It's a good sting. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I like stings and tattoos and things. Well, that's funny. (laughs) That's funny that you said that because backing way up, I should have talked about this in the beginning, but 
Brie, when you just said like a tattoo gun, I was like, I didn't talk about how we met and tattoo <laughs> gun <laughs> reminded me a little bit of that. Um, so it's funny. So Brie and I met at the orientation for a community college. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, we, like freshman. Yeah. Freshman <laughs> orientation. So you were there with your dad. I was there with my parents. I know that you were wearing a tie dye shirt. I don't know why I know <laughs> yeah. that, but I know that you were wearing a tie dye shirt. Okay. I still wear my tie dye. <laughs> and I don't know what I was just, I'm always drawn to the prettiest person in the room. And so I like was drawn to Brie. She's the most beautiful person yeah. you've ever seen. And um, so, and then we just, beca- so then we signed that, that day we had to register for our classes and so we registered for all the same classes Cute. so yeah then and we, i was at same reason though i was drawn to the prettiest person isn't in the that room. Yeah. I was so like, funny i want to be her friend yes and we signed up for all the same classes because we were just so nervous we're like do you want to take math yeah. together should yes. we do this what, yeah should we do psychology <laughs> yeah. together sure and then i lasted a semester and then uh and then <laughs> i was there. gone <laughs> and then she was gone and then she was gone <laughs> Um, but, but yeah so we gosh we've had a long friendship at this point yeah. It's, yeah. I mean, our 20 year class reunion is like coming up this summer. I mean, we went yes. to different schools. But, yes. I just had um, mine. Still, Isn't that yeah. so crazy? Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. And then, so. so, and then, yeah, Brie took me to the tattoo parlor. I'd never been, ha- didn't have my first tattoo. She <laughs> had some piercings and I was jealous and we went and I got my tongue pierced. Oh, I had mine yep. for the longest Listen, time. my tongue swelled up. That was up. a bad influence. Oh. I used to take people <laughs> all the time <laughs> I sat with you while you were getting long long tattoos done Yay. like yeah. I sat with you in the process what else did we that's, do I don't we were just bonding though yeah we were just fast friends for sure yeah, yeah for sure um <laughs> that literally you said tattoo gun I'm like oh yeah I gotta talk about it. I gotta yeah. talk about that <laughs> our tab um, so how long did you keep your tongue pierced I don't know. I swallowed it. I was eating spaghetti and I swallowed it. Well, listen, and then I didn't go that's back. That's what I would have to tell. Well, that people. was a waste of forty bucks. Sure yeah. was. <laughs> I had mine for years, but like I never was like you know. Some people were like, oh, like yeah, yeah. But that's what I would tell people is I'm like, listen, you really have to be careful because you don't realize. And back then, all we did was eat pasta. So it's like yeah. you don't realize how much you use your tongue. Yeah. So like you can't be eating pasta, you know. Well, I still have it. You can right. see the, like oh, the yeah. line in my tongue. And oh. Asher will ask me, he's like, why does your tongue look like that? And I'm like, you don't, it's a long story. Sweetheart. I'm like a snake. <laughs> or like do as I say, not as I do. Yes, exactly. Super spicy. Like it will still get like inside oh, my tongue, I feel interesting. like. Interesting. All right. So I need to, okay, well, wait, I want to ask you one more question about my myself and then I'm going to go on uh-huh. to the activator questions. But so, yes. um, what, maybe like a year and a half ago or maybe two years now, I had that um, laser resurfacing done. Yeah. And so I posted all about that. You can scroll back in my Instagram and see the process because it was, speaking of an injury, I mean, it was, yeah. it was major. Um, uh-huh. so would you suggest doing something like that? Like, okay. So I feel like I take really good care of my skin. So therefore mm-hmm. I don't spend my money to go get like facials here and there or whatever. I feel right. like I don't have to do that because I feel like I kind of do that for myself at home by using good products, making sure I exfoliate, you know, all the different things. Right. Um, so to do, if I were to do something like that, instead mm-hmm. of, doing all the like in like can can that replace like doing the microneedling should I still be doing that should I just like do every year do that crazy laser resurfacing like what is the best route yeah um so what I tell patients too when I do laser resurfacing on them is it's something that can kind of hold you off through the year if that's all you wanted to do but most patients want to kind of maintain that investment. So you want to maybe do a microneedling two to three times a year just to maintain the collagen. And it doesn't have the amount of downtime or the amount of cost and investment as a big laser resurfacing. So I think you should keep doing something throughout the year rather than just coming in, you know, once a year for your laser treatment. Now I do have some patients who do that and I tell them like budget wise or time wise, downtime wise, I'd rather see you once a year than not at all. Like, right. Okay go girl, you're doing something. Yeah. So, okay. Good to know. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm not mad at that, okay. <laughs> but okay. I'll add in the microneedling. You know, yeah. I don't think I want to do that. How much and maintain it's so much better. Okay. Yeah. What so, were you going to say? How much was it? Yeah. Well, it just depends where you are. Yeah. 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 It just depends your yeah. area. It so, is kind of, um, yeah. Location driven as far as the cost, but 
Um, that being said, I do want to point out that I think in-office treatments um, are going to be a little bit more effective than your at-home devices, totally. yeah. you know, right. your at-home rollers and things like that, because mm -hmm. we can definitely get into a different layer of skin. And right. when you are working under a physician, um, you can tend to do things a little bit more aggressively, aggressively or right. um, just a little bit more controlled. Some estheticians who work like maybe under their own license or they rent a room or they're at a spa, they're regulated very differently than I'm sure. regulated, right. you know, working under a physician. Right. So, you know, choose wisely, you know, do your homework right. and just kind of know what, what to expect out of your treatment, you know, because it can affect your results. Mm -hmm. Okay, so I wrote down a few of the questions. So one yeah. activator wonders, can you combat hormonal acne with your skincare routine? Um, yes and yes and no. Mm -hmm. I, I do see a lot of patients with hormonal acne, and and I I tell them too, like I can help you with the inflammation. Um, you know what to do if you wake up and you have a breakout. Mm -hmm. You know good products at home, you definitely need some spot treatment stuff, but because hormones are so intrinsic, like they're so inside of you, they're mm -hmm. with your blood supply and, right. and they're deeper than I can get to. You do usually need to see a doctor if you have um, true hormonal acne, a dermatologist or your, you know, maybe your primary care or your OBGYN um, can prescribe something for your hormonal acne. Sometimes it's an an antibiotic, which you can stay on, you know, even a low dose for short term. Mm -hmm. um, but sometimes it's another um, prescription. I, you know, I don't really want to say the name, but yeah. um, you can message me um, and uh, reach out to Kristen and Steph. But mm -hmm. there is another prescription out there that tends to work a little bit more for hormonal acne than an antibiotic. Hmm. And I don't, I don't prescribe it myself. We don't write prescriptions for acne under my plastic surgeon's office mm -hmm. because we don't we don't promote ourselves as treating mm -hmm. true acne you need right. to see a dermatologist for that but we will help um you know in the whole journey of it because i do believe that it does take a couple different you know hands in the pot you know right. sometimes dermatologists are just like here use this cleanser mm -hmm. use this product um, see me back in six months or right. take this antibiotic. Like, I think there's a certain amount of like cleansing or chemical mm -hmm. peels or, you know, to help with the marks that acne leaves, the inflammation or the pigment, you know, that estheticians can really help with. So I think we, we play well together, mm -hmm. but I'm, right. I don't just have like a one and done for that either. Well, interestingly, the next question was, can you lighten acne star scars? Obviously you can. What are your yeah. favorite ways to do that or the ways that you use? Yeah. So acne can leave um, what's called post-inflammatory hyperpigmentation or PIH. And that inflammation can be in the form of brown or red. Mm -hmm. um, sometimes it's hyperpigmentation and you can use chemical peels to kind of peel that off. Um, prescription products like hydroquinone, retin-A, mm -hmm. um, those are really good combinations for any kind of pigment. So Hydroquinone is a bleaching cream and, and don't let that scare you either, but at a certain percentage in um, America, we tend to use a four, six, or maybe 8% um, prescription strength hydroquinone. Mm -hmm. And that is going to help push the melanocytes, which are the melanin mm -hmm. cells mm -hmm. out of the area to lighten the pigment. And if you mix it with Retin-A, which is a prescription as well, um, or tretinoin is the generic name for that. Mm -hmm. um, you can really help lighten the pigment left over from acne, um, even melasma. Melasma is a hormonal pigment disorder, freckles, sun damage, any of that mm -hmm. pigment that's on your skin, that combination is amazing for it. Um, and you tend to use it maybe three to four months at a time, take a break, maybe three or four months off, three or four months on, because it is prescription strength. Um, you can also do laser treatments for certain um, melanocytes. Mm -hmm. There's some pigment that you don't want to touch with a laser and I can get into that too, but back to the acne question, mm -hmm. um, laser can help correct the redness in skin and the browns in the skin, depending on what laser, um, sometimes acne leaves inflammation and those vessels are really mm -hmm. close to the skin or they're inflamed or, you know, there's a lot of redness in the skin and you need to use the heat and the light from laser to help kind of um, seal off those vessels and pull that inflammation away from the skin, kind of close off that little capillary that's causing that redness. Mm -hmm. So you can do that um, 
in offices too it's often referred to like as a photo facial because it corrects yeah. photo damage which yeah. is damage from the sun so mm -hmm. if you've heard of photo facials they do also help with pigment from the sun and redness um, rosacea broken capillaries around the nose all those things it's, it's a great treatment and usually offered at a lot of places um, but there is one tricky pigment that you don't want to touch with a laser and that's melasma mm -hmm. and if you've heard of melasma um, out there, a lot of times it's referred to as the pregnancy mask. Right. Um, it's hormonal driven and mm. you can get it from taking birth control pills. You can mm. get it from just hormonal fluctuations later in life as we all tend to fluctuate hormones. Um, you could have never even had babies and have gotten melasma. It doesn't mm. have to be pregnancy related, even though they call it the pregnancy mask. Mm. Right. Um, melasma is just one of those super common skin disorders that women tend to get and there's no cure but there's treatment and one of the things that tends to make melasma worse is heat and light and mm. it's very environmental um, we live in heat and light with the sun right. all the time um, heat from working out hot yoga spin class things that flush <laughs> your face all of that can add all more heat things. to your skin. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it is, such, it is the worst. I mean, I, I battle with it too. Like I get a little bit of pigment like on my jawline. Mm. Um, and laser, because it's all heat and light, heat and light. can That's sometimes what I was make say. Yeah. melasma worse. So I think it's all about education. And I do see a lot of people out there that do a lot of laser treatments for melasma. And and I've, mm. I've done it too. Like I've treated my own skin. I've treated patients with laser and it works. I mean, it'll peel that pigment right off. Hmm. But the the thing that you risk is the rebound pigment. It's that you've stimulated your skin with heat and light. You do risk making that melasma come back worse it. because it's mm -hmm. been stimulated mm -hmm. or it may just come back normal. Like sometimes my melasma, you know, may just come back like normal. It doesn't look any different, but it just comes back. Right. You know, it's just one of those things. Side note, if you do use Retin-A, uh, stay out of the sun and don't yeah. wax your eyebrows. Yes. <laughs> don't wax your eyebrows. Good point. And if you are using Retin-A and you do plan on using laser for any kind of resurfacing or whatever, it's good to go off the Retin-A at least a week before. Mm. Two weeks is best because it does make you a little bit more sensitive. It makes you a little bit more photosensitive. Like I wonder if I stopped. Because, man. <laughs> oh, man. I did not stop on my last laser treatment. I was just like, man, I hope it's going to go just for do it. it. Like, glycolic acid, oh. retin-A, like the night before. Yeah. And I, I noticed a huge difference in my healing time. I was way more red, way more swollen. Okay, good to know. I may have gotten a way better result. I don't know. Yeah, who knows? <laughs> <laughs> like, do as I say, not as I do. That's again. right. That's you right. Know? Yeah, I once I got, did not stop. I once got my, yeah. I was using, I kept using Retin-A because I just loved the results of using it, but I like wasn't putting it near my eyebrows and I got my yeah. eyebrows waxed and it literally just ripped off all my skin. Oh, and she's yeah. like, I told you, wait, you told me. And I'm like, well, I wasn't putting it near. And she's like, it migrates. You can't do yeah. that. Oh, it doesn't no. matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter. <laughs> Yikes. Yeah, so that's that's no fun. Well, and we yeah. I had these questions down, and I didn't mean to like jump on the thing, but the hormone question, uh -huh. I was like, yeah, you can use because that's as a gut health specialist, it's like, oh, well, I'm on all these prescriptions for my hormonal acne, and I'm like, yeah, now you're ruining your gut, and now it's uh, like causing right. all these other things. So guess what? Right, ninety percent of the people that I work with, I'm dealing with their hormone imbalance. So I'm like. Within 30 days, we can just balance your hormones. Right. You then don't you don't get the that. acne. Right. Then you don't have yeah. The, right. Yeah. And see, that's why I think we all play well together because I I don't oh, know yeah. that part of it. Like, right. I I don't you know deal with a lot of like diet stuff. Like I have I have teens that come in you know with acne and and I'm like I I can't speak on this, but if I'm doing everything I can do, the mm -hmm. derms doing everything they can do, but are you eating a lot of sugar or right. like? Oh yeah. Dairy. Like, I don't right. know if that's the answer, but there's something else that like, if we're not cutting through this acne, mm -hmm. like you yeah. may have to look at something else. Birth control. Like I was on birth control when I was 15 mm -hmm. and that, what is that doing? Mm -hmm. It's altering your hormones. You right. know? So yeah. 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 Okay. So as, should you change up your skincare routine, um, in the seasons, like in the winter, is it different mm -hmm. than what you do in the summer? Because I get more dry in the winter and I'm more oily in mm -hmm. the summer. Yes. So I do agree that you can change up your products seasonally. Um, 
or for travel, like sometimes if you're traveling to somewhere that's maybe a little bit more dry or a little mm. bit more humid, yeah, um, that can play a big role in it. I mean, I live in Arizona, so we're sun like all year round and yeah. we're really dry, dry. We have very low so humidity nice. <laughs> all the time. Right. But I can even notice changes in um, the products I use. Um, for instance, I'm just going to speak on one product in particular from SkinCeuticals. They have a vitamin C serum that is amazing. Their mm-hmm. serums are really like potent, they work, they're stable. Um, But there's one product that's called C and E ferulic. Mm -hmm. And there's one product that's called Floritin CF and Mm -hmm. Floritin is with a pH. Mm -hmm. Um, They're both awesome vitamin C's. They're both going after the same goal as preventing, you know, oxidization and protection against free radicals in the environment, the smoke, the pollution, Mm -hmm. all that stuff that you want in a vitamin C serum. But the CNE ferulic has vitamin E in it, which is going to be more for a dry patient. So mm-hmm. you're getting a little bit more oil, a little bit more slip. And then Floritin is a little bit more alcohol-based. It's more for your oily, oily. to normal patient, right. maybe an acne patient. Mm-hmm. So even just going between those two products, I'll do between the seasons. So yeah. something as simple as tweaking just a little bit. Just the C, yeah. Um, yep, yep, is just enough. You know, getting rid of that vitamin E maybe is a little bit too much for you know, summer, for instance. So right. I'll, I'll go back and forth. So you don't have to switch up your whole routine and be like, okay, I need a, a winter regimen and a right. summer regimen. But some people can use the same moisturizer like all year round, especially in Arizona, because like right. I like something richer and creamier, but maybe um, location-wise you want something a little bit lighter, mm-hmm. you right. know, during different times of the year. Right. Okay. So you're awesome. And basically all you answered all the questions from me question. asking. Oh, I, I do. Okay. You can ask <laughs> yours and then I have another one that's, that Sorry. I wrote down. Yeah. No, you're good. I said this before we got on with you, but like, because I'm teaching and I'm always super duper sweaty, my back is always like, I get these little tiny bumps and where Kristen's mm-hmm. like, yeah, you got to exfoliate. Um, but should, would you use a serum or anything also like on your back? You know, it's just like right where my sports yeah. bra is. Yeah, absolutely. You can treat your back as the same way you treat your face. Um, as far as like cleansing and serums or spot treating, it's kind of hard to reach back there and you can, (laughs) you gotta do the best you can. But one trick that like I've had to kind of work on, um, I have really long hair and Mm so I will wash my hair and I'll condition my hair and then I'll rinse my hair and then I wash my body because I don't want any leftover conditioner like Mm -hmm. on my back. Um, So there's little things like that, you know, even though you are working out a lot, you're sweating a lot. Like if you can even just take like, I don't know, remember like those old Stridex, like Noxzema pads? Yeah. If you keep those in your gym bag, just to get that first layer of like sweat and oil off or like keep your hair tied up, change your clothes. Like don't wear really tight um, compression yeah workout clothes because that just traps sweat and oil and it causes friction which can in you know it can cause inflammation within the hair follicle and cause breakouts so if you are having breakouts like on your back you kind of got to hit it from all different angles you know Mm -hmm. we don't know what the cause is so try you know loose fitting clothing try wiping your skin after workouts Mm -hmm. um changing up your cleansing routine in the shower, which is what I had to do. Cause I'm like, why in the heck? And I'm like, okay, well, I'm sure all the hair products that I put in are just resting on my shoulders and my back. So you've got to make sure that you change it up too. And And I'm so um, anal about showering, but I did notice that when I was seeing it was like days where I didn't like shower right Right after. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, yeah, Yeah. I'm just a sweaty bitch. Like I got to (laughs) shower. (laughs) (laughs) So you keep those little like pads in your, in your gym bag or something. It's just a white with a little stick. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Excuse me, ma'am. Do you mind wiping wiping down my back with this Noxzema pad? I mean, help a sister out, right? Like I'll do your back. Right. I can do yours when, as soon as you get mine done. Okay, so my last thing that I have written down is, does blue light age our skin? Mm. So that is all like kind of the new (laughs) wave of the shield rather than the glasses. (laughs) What's aging our skin is the blue light from our technology, like our iPads and our iPhones, whatever, and the computer screens. they are leaning towards that as being a different spectrum of light that can age your skin. Mm-hmm. Um, it is still kind of new. There are products that are just starting to come out um, that have blue light. Um, like my blue blockers filters. that I never wear. <laughs> yeah, I'm saying like now instead of the glasses, you need the whole shield. <laughs> yeah. Now we need like the full shield. Um, 
Yeah, there there are antioxidants that are you know coming out that have um, ingredients in there that are supposed to help filter the blue light. Um, wow. I think it's something we'll probably see a little bit more sure you will. down the road. Yeah. Um, yeah, I I think it can definitely. I think it can definitely be worked on, and I think the technology should be changed or the people who are making these devices should help us out. Like why, why, why is it 2019 and we, we have phones that are like producing harmful blue light rays to our face and our eyes. Like, shouldn't they be taking care of that on their end? So we don't have to take care of it on ours. Yeah. (laughs) I never will. It's a bone here. (laughs) It's like not only your skin, but we're also frying your brain. (laughs) Right. Yeah, like, why do I have to set my phone to, like, an amber color after 7 o'clock? Right, right, right. <laughs> this is telling me something. Across the room. Yeah. All right. Well, is there anything that I didn't ask or that I didn't give you the chance to say that you wanted to end on? No. Oh, my okay. gosh. This is so much fun. I yeah. mean, it's a topic that I could just we could, talk well, about forever. I, I, because... I can tell that you could talk on it forever, and we may have to do a follow-up because yeah. people are probably going to have more, <laughs> more questions, questions from what we just talked well, about. Well, I would love that. Always. Uh, anytime, yeah. girls. Yes, and you... Thank you so much for taking time out of your family mm-hmm. vacay to chat with yeah, us. I sure absolutely. appreciate it. Yeah, this was no, awesome. Anytime. All right. Good. All right. Thank well, you thank guys. you so much, and we'll talk to you soon. Thanks, girl. Okay. Okay. Bye. Right. Bye. Bye, guys. She's the cutest. She's the best. Oh my gosh, that was so much good information. Oh my gosh, it was. She's just, and I could, you can tell, she can just talk oh, about yeah. it for days. Yeah. Like we could have, we could have gone on and on and on. Yeah, I love it. I think a lot of people will get some value out of that because that's a lot of, of thing that you, yeah. things that you just, you just don't know yeah. unless you've really dug into it. Yeah. You know, you don't know those things. It's interesting that she and I both, so Brie went on to go to um, University of Iowa and she ended up working, I'll probably mess it up, but she went to like worked at Disney World, like yeah. in the, with birds. I don't know what, like oh, aviary, she, something, but <laughs> then flew, she ended no. up. So she went from Florida to Arizona and ended up in aesthetic school, which, and I had just finished aesthetic school. So we like, you know, we went our own separate ways and then we both ended up back in the same, like doing Mm -hmm. the same thing. So that was quite interesting, but she's, she's my girl. Whenever I have something, I'm like, listen, this is happening. Help me. What do I do? Mm -hmm. What should I get? And I'm far away, but she, she can, she sends me a box of goodies, you know, like I'm like, Here's my credit card. Which, send me you know, I need. Michelle, my girl, mm-hmm. I'm sure is going to be like, send me yeah. that info. <laughs> yeah. Um, but also it's really important to be working with somebody that's that passionate. Yeah. Like that's she, the whole right, point right. in any realm of what you're Anything. trying to do. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like if somebody's that excited to talk about it, that's that's what you then want. And they know what they're talking about. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much, Brie. That was amazing. I, I mean, I felt like I knew a lot and I yeah. learned a lot. So yeah. that was great. Loved it. Yes. All right. Well, anything else? That's Any parting it. words? We'll see y'all in September. Yeah, man. Holy smokes. <laughs> Holy shnikes. Holy smokes. That happened fast. <laughs> yeah. Have a good week. Yeah. Happy Monday, y'all. Bye. Hey, Activators, if you found value or were simply entertained by two Jesus-loving moms who cuss a little, please subscribe, rate, and review us on your favorite podcasting platform. Also, follow us on at ActivatePod on Instagram and Facebook so you don't miss a thing. Thank you so much for joining us, and don't forget to tell all your friends. See you Monday. See you Monday. See you Monday.